0: Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Breakthrough Active podcast. I am here with one of our fantastic members from our Adamstown gym. We've got Kelly here. So welcome, Kelly.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you for taking some, uh, some time with me here today. So purpose of these member interviews is we just like to get to know members a little bit more and share their story a little bit. Um, so for you, Kelly, uh, first of all, do, have you always been in this area of the world in Newcastle?
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much, except for um, a brief stint in um, Sydney in my 20s. Uh, yeah. I've always been from Newcastle and lived in Newcastle.
0: You uh, you didn't like the Sydney lifestyle?
1: Uh, I did, I did, but, you know, I love Newcastle as well I'm my family and friends are in Newcastle, so I visit Sydney quite a bit, have family down there and friends as well, but, you know, Newcastle's a uh, pretty good place, so um, happy living here.
0: I always, uh, I always like to say that, Newcastle has all the best things that Sydney has minus all the traffic and minus, you know, paying for parking and tolls and yeah, all that.
1: I, I'd agree. I would agree. <laughs>
0: but, you know, you have some people who think that Newcastle is busy now after many years of it not being, but I think that's probably everywhere at the moment, getting more. Yeah, but, true. Oh, very interesting. And, and uh, for you, from a family perspective, you got kids.
1: I do have two kids. I have a daughter uh, who's 19 yeah. and uh, my son is 17. So two kids.
0: All right. And they're still with you at home? Yeah,
1: both with me at home. Um, Yeah, my daughter's, uh, as I said, she's 19. She's at uni um, and working. She's working in a restaurant. And my son, um, a 17-year-old, he's still at high school. He's senior 11. uh, But he keeps me very busy. He plays a lot of basketball. So we do a lot of travelling and um, and, uh, weekends, you know, and through the week training sessions and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's never dull.
0: I was, uh, that leads into my next question where I was going to just ask about kids' sport and things, because I know, you know, obviously, having teenage kids, it's probably a big part mm-hmm. of a lot of parents' lives. So uh, I did know you're involved with basketball, but how long has he been a part of that? And I know you've been a part of it quite a long time as well.
1: Yeah, uh, Lloyd's been playing, oh, I think I finally managed to get him to play um, when he was about eight. Uh, he's very tall. He's a little over six foot six now, and he's always been tall. Awesome. So it was no brainer with um, you know with me um, always being involved in basketball as well. So it took a little while to get him involved. He wasn't interested in it, um, you know, straight up. It was only because I got uh, a group of his friends as well to play in a team, uh, and I was coaching them. And um, I think it was about a season and a half and a half in when it finally. He just stuck his big, long arms out and, um, you know, intercepted the ball and um, and kind of did it five times in a row. And, and it finally clicked, clicked that he was, um, you know, he could, he could do it. So, and he hasn't looked back since. So, he does it for enjoyment. Um, yeah. He, he does it a lot um, and it's become a bit of a habit. So, and I like, you know, being involved as well. So, um, it's lots of fun.
0: It's uh, basketball in, in Australia and in this area, I know has become really increasingly popular. Um, I follow you know, a lot of the American stuff, nothing you know, too yeah. much locally, but speaking with parents, I know Lisa and uh, Nat who are involved in our program, they've got kids who play, and said that there's more teams registered now than there ever has been. Um, yeah, and I think yeah. a lot of Australian talent in America now, which has probably you know, got a lot of the young kids to want to do it a little bit more.
1: Yeah, there's um, a lot of pathways in basketball that um, probably people don't realise because it's, you know, I suppose you hear more about soccer and netball and rugby league in Newcastle, but basketball is actually like it's the second biggest sport in Newcastle. Yeah, wow. um, and there are a lot of um uh, pathways, you know, beyond basketball as well. Um, but it's it's also very social. So there's a lot of um, you know, networks that you become part of. Um and you know, that's been my experience since I used to play as well. So um, and Lisa is someone that I, you know, know from uh, basketball and know her family as well. So um, you know her husband grew up playing basketball as well. So yeah. lots of lots of connections um, over a long time um, in basketball and in Newcastle in particular.
0: I was chatting to uh, Nat because um, I went and watched Jared play his grand final a few. I was probably month, oh yeah, okay. Ago, okay. Um, which was really cool to watch him play. Uh, and they won, which was even better for him. But um, yeah. she said uh, how great it is to have a kid that plays basketball. And she said for you know all the reasons you just said but also because it's uh, regardless if it's um, raining outside or if it's, you know, super hot outside, I mean, it's still probably hot in the stadium, but it's, Mm -hmm. you're uh, removed from the elements. And I still remember my, my mum and dad, when I was playing rugby league growing up, you know, you get rain or you get windy day and they're sitting there, you know, probably miserable having to watch me. And then i play cricket in the summer. And that was like out in the 40 degree heat. So as a parent, you've, you've led him well you get the nice yeah
1: it's, it's good it's good it's predictable like that
0: yeah exactly right oh cool and, and now I want to talk a little bit more about you so you've been with us here probably the last six or seven months so I want to talk about life before that in terms of exercise so what what had you done in the past prior to meeting us
1: uh, well, as I said, like I grew up playing basketball, so
0: played a lot of um, sport, like for years
1: and years and years, so um, ended up with bad knees, um, you know, my hips aren't great, um, ankles aren't particularly good either, and um, and my back's not too good either, so <laughs> pretty good now though, but I had a lot of injuries um, because of, you know, playing basketball for a long time, and um, so... Really, and, and then I'd try and go back, and you know, i injure something else. And I even went back, um, you know, I'm 51 now, um, 52 in January, and I even went back, um, probably about two and a half years ago. Um, oh, wow! And I, yeah, and I tore my um calf oh. muscle. You know, oh,
0: know.
1: It's not an unusual story for me, so mm. that you know, I haven't really been able to play, um, because of injury for, for quite a while now. Mm. Um, so really, I, I was, um, then I kind of moved into running because it was less um, stopping and starting and it was a changing of direction that, you know, mucked around with my joints. Um, but even then, I still, like, I couldn't really do that after a while too, um, and I just ended up walking. And when your knees start to hurt even from walking because, you know, you do it every day um, and just wear and tear on your knees, and I got to the point where I was thinking, what am I going to do? Like, I can't, you know, I can't, yeah. can't even walk. Um, and the gym is something that I'd, I'd never tried before because I'm a person who needs to be distracted when I'm when I'm exercising. I if I have to focus no on now. the fact that I'm exercising, I, I tend to like I don't really like that I too much. <laughs> yeah. So it was, I, you know, and I've coupled with that because of my age and stuff like that, metabolism slowing down, and I was just like, oh gosh, you know, what am I going to do? And it. Um, it just so happened that your um, ad popped up in one of my, you know, social media feed and I just thought, oh, you know, I may as well just contact, um, make contact with you guys and, and you know, find out about it. Um, and to be honest, I haven't looked back, you know, it's been great.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. And it's a bit of a familiar story with people who have been sporty most of their life and especially, I mean, all sports, to be honest, but netball and basketball are the two because it is, for starters, you're on the hard surface, which is yeah. which is different to like a soccer or a um, rugby league or, or any sort of football. Not to say you can't hurt yourself or hurt your knees doing mm. that, but being on the hard surface that doesn't do any favors. And then just the stopping and starting and the pivoting and the jumping and and all that stuff, it just doesn't. Unfortunately, it doesn't lend itself to having uh, great joints as you as we yeah. get on, uh, which is a shame because. You know, I like myself, and, and a lot of people you grow up playing sport and you love it and you wish you could do it forever. But the reality is, it just gets to that stage where yep. unfortunately you just can't do it as you know mm. anymore. And, and even if you do do it, you, you might like you did, you hurt yourself, and then you think, Oh God, why did I bother doing that? But you just love it so much. And then you think, That's Oh, fine. maybe I could <laughs> do that, and then just you know, maybe not play as hard or whatever. But that mm. doesn't work when you get in the heat of battle at all goes out the window but exactly. it, it's um it's not uncommon for, for us to to sort of start in our, our conversation relationship with people when they have got to that point where they're like okay unfortunately that um mm. that is the end of my sporting career no matter how major or minor that uh, that may have been um yeah. so did you ever do any gym stuff back when you were like training with basketball
1: yeah we did do a little bit of gym stuff it was more really um it was pre-season you'd do some sessions and things like that but really more for us it was about um it was on the sand like say you do your beach sessions and things like that um some boxing um it was that kind of stuff that was just the pre-conditioning before the season started um so a little bit of gym work but really it was something that I hadn't really done a lot of at all so I like when I came in when I did my first session I really had no idea what it was going to look like. And I was um, actually pretty um, apprehensive. I was pretty worried about it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think it was Jamie that I spoke to on the phone, um, first of all. Um, and, you know, he, he put me at ease and I just thought, oh, I'll, I'll just go and have a go, you know. So um, And it was great. Everyone was uh, very welcoming. Um, and I liked the fact that it was, um, you know, you could work at your level within the workout. And I still like that um you know, so and I saw um, myself improving quite quickly, probably because of that, because I didn't feel that pressure Mm. um, or feel like I was kind of having to compete or whatever. It was just it was more about me and there was a lot of positive kind of feedback and affirmation. So that really worked well for me because I was I was pretty um, nervous about going in on the first day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And and that that's not just you, Kelly. That's just about everyone, I think, that starts there. They're nervous, they're apprehensive, they're not really sure what to expect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a big part of, you know, our job, you know, whoever speaks with them first is to try to do our best to ensure them that, you know, yeah. it is your own workout, there's going to be other people there, they may be fitter than you, they may not. But it's very much, you know, your, your own workout, and we table things to suit. But for, for yourself, and, and for others who haven't really ever done that type of gym thing as well, it is a big step. And it is challenging to to take that step to, to walk through the door and, and do your first one. Um, but obviously now we're sort of six or seven months down the track and we're still coming along pretty steadily. So uh, how have you found it all in the last six months and what do you think's improved the most for you?
1: Oh, look, um, there's there's actually a few things. Um, and, you know, not, not to be underrated at all is um, flexibility. Um, like when I was coming at first, like <laughs> I couldn't even... Like I couldn't cross my legs when I was sitting on the on the mm. um, ground, like to do the stretches at the end of it, yeah. um, and that I, I actually got past that pretty quickly. Um, like that was only a couple of weeks in before I was um, right with you know much more flexible. That's continued um, strength, obviously I feel a lot stronger. Um, you know I actually really enjoy doing the the lifting and the and the strength based stuff, which I. I have never even thought about before or contemplated. I actually quite enjoy that. I, I quite like the Thursday session actually for that reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh oh, my fitness obviously has um improved greatly. Um like from that first session where I'm still not a, a big fan of burpees, I have to say, and that's a goal. <laughs> but I, 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 mean, how I don't is. even know I'll say it's a goal. Um <laughs> but I I will say that I've I'm doing a lot more um than what I I couldn't do it when I first started at the gym. Um, I'm doing everything now, really. Um, and I've, I've actually, I was going in there, honestly, to lose some weight as well. And I have been doing that. And that's actually been um, the best thing, I think, for me, because I've managed to, because I've done a couple of those things, um, those courses that you do, those little, um, you know, information kind of things. Um, I think it was just a, it wasn't a weight loss challenge, but it was a healthy eating challenge. I got involved in that. That was really good for me because um, one thing I've always done uh, in the past, I've never been able to really figure out exactly where my, um, you know, healthy eating kind of range is. I've always Mm -hmm. swung from one end to the other. Like I'm either Mm -hmm. losing weight or putting weight on. Um, So, know after doing that your that program just finding out about what I can and can't eat like you know with being able to have carbs um, and coming along to the gym three times a week it's kind of I don't even really need to think about it. So that's been really important for me and really rewarding because it's manageable, it's easy and I don't feel quite so so worried about it now. I just get on with with life and just you know do stay in my routine.
0: Yeah, and and that's something that you know within that program that you're referring to. I, I would have sounded like a broken record because I said said it over and over and over again. But there, like you mentioned, carbohydrates. But there is so much information out there that is just blatantly wrong information that people think yeah. is is correct. And and carbohydrates is one of the probably most misunderstood things out there. You know, people think carbs are bad and you can't have them for dinner and they're going to make you fat and all this stuff. And it's like, well. No, like the science actually doesn't support that at all. We just need, like anything, we just need to monitor the quantity in which we we have that. And like what you said, you, you know, combining that, you're not really having to give up too much. You're just being mindful of it a little bit more. And yeah. I think it was really important what you said too, finding what works for you and finding that set point for you. And that's where, you know, I often have people say, oh, you know, how much should I be eating a day? What should I be eating? And I say, well, I can't answer that question. I don't know. Like everyone is very different. And that's where, you know, a lot of people have said the same that did that program earlier in the year where they, they were able to find what works for them. And, and I think the most important thing around that is something they can stick to. So I'm really, yeah. really happy that, you know, months down the track is still still doing that and combining that with the regular regular training three times a week it's um you know it's obviously really working well for you you mentioned you know improvements across the board flexibility strength fitness and you know they're kind of three of the the core things that people are looking to improve and then a bit of weight loss combined with the good nutrition you're ticking all the boxes that's it's it's great to hear um and, and you are one of the one of the people who we sometimes will see first thing in the morning, first cab off the rank, just about, or we'll see in the afternoon. So uh, tell me how you kind of fit that into your day because I know you are a busy lady.
1: Yeah, um, look, I just, I tend to look at the week ahead and what I've got on because, you know, sometimes I do have afternoon meetings or, you know, as you know, there's been a couple of times where I've had to, um, you know, head away for a couple of days and things like that. So I tend to plan the week um before and I have a look at what sessions I can fit in that's why I like the fact that you guys are open in the mornings and in the afternoons it gives me um, some flexibility um there to you know still make sure that I get in the three sessions in like my goal eventually is to um, be coming four times a week but three times is working like I know that that's working for me at the moment so um yeah that's pretty much what I do like if I know I'm going to have a really busy week one um you know i probably would come for three morning sessions usually to the six o'clock sessions um, being winter i'm quite happy to come in the afternoon <laughs> um, yeah, it's have been, been. Uh, i went i think i was last week i was in the morning but um this week i, I went into I went in the afternoon sessions and um yeah, that's good it suits me I, I also like changing things up but you know it's nice to have a bit of a um ch- uh, change within routine i think yeah. it's keeps it interesting. Sure. Um, there's, there's a lot of different people who you meet at the gym as well. So, you know, there's the morning crew and the afternoon crew, and I tend to, um, you know, turn up to either. But it's really dependent on what's going to be happening in my week. Um, yeah. And I can, I can plan around that, which yeah. is good. It really suits me. Yeah, it really suits yeah. busy people, I think. Mm. Yeah,
0: good, good. And, and, and I think that the planning aspect of it is really important. And, and, again, referring back to the nutrition uh, program earlier in the year, uh, and I still say, it, you know, probably every week where planning is just so important for, for everything, you know, everything in life, you could probably, you know, yeah. say you need to plan, but as it relates to health and fitness, like the, the exercise type of thing, uh, side of things, and then the nutrition side of things. And, you know, the reason why I wanted to ask fitting it into your week, because I know you're, you're busy, you've got a lot on, you're, you're a mum, you've you know, got a lot on with work and, and still you're making that time. It's not so much about having the time, it's about making the time. And, and that's where, you know, some people don't think they've got enough time, but really, you know, you just have to make some time for things that are important to you. And you've obviously done that, whether it is waking up an hour earlier to, to come in or, or giving up some of your afternoon to, to come in there. And then with the nutrition stuff as well, you know, just doing a base level of planning at the beginning of the week. And, and planning what you're going to have, making sure you've got the food there ready to go. And I think combined when you're planning your exercise and you're planning your nutrition, it's going to lead to really good things. So I can tell that that's where you're at, you know, sort of six months in, which is great. Um, and, and outside of the gym, I mean, you, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, basketball and obviously supporting your son with that, but what what, what do you like to do for yourself outside of the gym and outside of work?
1: uh well, it's probably um you know i've mentioned about my son playing basketball but i'm still um, quite involved in basketball and that's a bit of an outlet for me so um you know i enjoy um you know i have a, a close group of friends and i catch up with them as much as i can um but you know with my job and you know teachers you know and um you know that kind of takes up quite a lot of time um and that keeps me very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do like to have a bit of quiet time as well. So sometimes it's nice just to just to switch off. So a of a um, yeah, yeah. So if I get a chance, you know, um, I love to have a quiet weekend, so it doesn't always happen. Um, <laughs> but it's nice just to just switch off and um, you know, whether there's a good show that's on TV or something like that, or you know. A bit of gardening I don't mind a bit of gardening and Very stuff nice. like that and just just um, you know getting on top of things at home so um, but you know the gym the and the other thing the reason I took on the gym was um, because it was really a well-being thing for me like I think it's important to do something proactive to look after yourself um, so that for me is actually a big big part of my outside of work and and looking after you know my well-being as well so yeah um, you know that that's actually part of what I do to um to feel good, you know, and to look after myself. Yeah, it's
0: um I mean obviously before we discussed a lot of the physical benefits, but yeah, there's there's a huge part of it which is is mentally pleasing when you when you are doing something for yourself and you know it's something positive, and you know like yourself, you've you've got you've got kids, you've you've been you know mum and probably running after them for their whole life and work and everything, and finally the point where they're a bit older and you, you've got a bit more time time to yourself and it's very common when when people come into our network they're at that point where they're like listen I've been a mom or a dad for forever and now I finally have a bit of time for me and that you know yeah. it's different ages for, for different people but it is that time where you can you know as much as it's nice to switch off in front of the telly and watch something but you can switch off you know get get through a workout know you're doing something really well for yourself and you know all those positive endorphins and all the all yeah. the positive things that come from that is it's really it's really great once you sort of finish that workout and know you've done something positive for yourself instead of, you know, maybe skipping it and doing something not so great at home. Exactly. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, what, what do you think the likelihood is of uh, Newcastle getting a basketball team? You might
1: be uh, Well, uh, we are like, you know, we've got the, the senior men and the senior women, um, you know, and they're both going really well. Um but you know we had the Newcastle Falcons, Falcons mm. years ago, and I used to go and watch them.
0: Yeah,
1: um, we are aiming for uh, a women's um, okay. WNBL team. Oh, cool! Uh, it's not it's not in the the immediate future. Like we've got to get the new stadium built first because yeah. you mentioned before about the. Um, the numbers, the numbers are at the point now where we cannot fit people in the stadium. So we're we're oh, you know looking wow. at building a ten court stadium. So we've just got to break ground. We've got to get it to happen. Yeah. So um, once that happens, uh, once that's done, there'll be a dress court um, in there, like a um, you know stadium, full on stadium style yeah. court there. Um, so the plan is to get a, a WNBL team, a women's team, and then you know it would be great to have the men come back to Newcastle, mm-hmm. but. That's a, that's a pretty big process to make that yeah. happen. So you never know. You never yeah. know. It we'll would we'll be good to have them back here. That's for
0: sure. Because when uh, I followed the NBL a little bit, and there's a yep. Tasmania team that came in just this last season. Yeah, Jack uh, Jumpers. Jack, Jack yeah. Jumpers, I think. Yeah. Strange name, if you don't mind. Made the
1: grand final. They yeah. did. did very yeah, well. they made the grand final. Um, yeah.
0: And my initial thought back when I first heard that that was happening is like,
1: what about Newcastle?
0: Because. Yeah, you know, no. I know. I know. They only have.
1: They We're have a certain a big... amount of licenses, you know, and yeah, um, I yeah and we'd, to we'd have to win one of those back.
0: So, and yeah. and Newcastle is such a big sporting town. Like there are the Knights get unbelievable support for a team that's no good. Yes. And I'm a Knights <laughs> fan saying that, but you know, <laughs> we, know we'll just... support we'll support anything yeah. that's local. The Jets get a lot of support. Yeah. Um, the women's uh, rugby league team have got some really good players coming yeah. over next Great. season. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's definitely a bit of support there. But hopefully they can coordinate things and in the not too distant future have a team that'd be yeah very cool
1: would be awesome
0: i actually um last thing on it i actually went to watch i think it was maybe like two or three years ago when the sydney kings were meant to play up and andrew boga went 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 there sitting there in the crowd ready to start and the court was wet and then they called it off
1: I oh, know, I oh, know that was that was terrible. But um, the good news is that they did pull that court out again recently when the Opals played um, Japan, and uh, it all went well. They, we didn't oh, get the good. win, but, um, but yeah. it was, the was court was okay.
0: No one so, slipping and sliding around. No, yeah. thank goodness. That yeah. that didn't probably do too much uh, in the positive column for Newcastle basketball. But <laughs> 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 uh, no, we'll we'll leave it there today, Kel. But thank thank you so much for coming on, and uh, it's really great to have. Yeah, to see your progress the last six months and, and really good to even hear some of the really positive benefits that you've experienced in uh in your time with us so far we love having you part of the program and look forward to having you continue to progress with us moving forward so it's uh, it's been thanks great so far and looking forward to the future thank you thanks kelly have a great night and thank you everyone for listening and i'll talk to you guys on the next one Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.